one of the things that has absolutely been able to change my mind when I do have days that I struggle because we all have those whether you work or you stay home or you know whether you're you travel all over and live a life of luxury um I think you still have days where you struggle mentally um and I can tell you that the notion of if you move your body you change your mind has been something Mm -hmm. that has changed my life Hey guys, my name is Katie Enterkin and I'm on a mission to help humans become the best possible versions of themselves and to unveil what I like to call the beautiful beast that already lives inside us all. And welcome to the podcast about everything and a little bit of nothing. I've had the privilege to talk to all kinds of different humans who have been through a plethora, oh I love big words, a myriad of experiences just being a human and existing. These are real conversations with real people, getting to know each other, sharing stories that make us cry, and occasionally pee our pants with laughter. We talk about all kinds of life stuff, parenthood, business, life goals, fitness, chasing your dreams, and yes, even some animal noises are involved. For more information, keep listening. This is the Unveiling the Beast podcast. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. This episode is an interview with motivational fireball Shayna Lauer. She talks about how she started her personal development journey after she was fired totally unexpectedly and then found out she and her family were going to move across the country. One awesome, amazing, incredible thing about her is that while her dream is to help and motivate others, she's actually kind of new to the whole idea of setting goals for herself. She spent a lot of time in the corporate world crushing goals for somebody else's dreams. So now that she actually has the ability to focus on herself, maybe getting fired wasn't such a bad thing. So come hang out with us for an hour. I promise you will learn so, so much from her. Yes, you get two so's in there. As always, I hope something lands with you today. I hope something you hear tugs on your heartstrings and or I hope you laugh. It's real. It's happening. It's go time. But yeah, thank you for inviting me on. I was like, what a compliment. <laughs> well, yeah, you inspire me every day. So I like watching Aww. your stories. Thank um, you. That means a lot. I always tell people like, thank you for saying something because sometimes you feel like crickets, but I'm still yeah. posting my still posting my shit. But I don't know if anybody's listening or watching. <laughs> Well, I, I'm learning how to not check who's watching because <laughs> I found out that you can see who, who watches your stories and who actually looks mm-hmm. at your stuff, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter, <laughs> you know, I know, in the long run. Like when I post the, the sneak peeks of my episodes, I'll see who's, who's on the first one and then who stayed to the last one. <laughs> and it usually drops by at least half and then I get all upset and I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I'm not doing it for popularity. I'm doing it because I like having these conversations with people. And there have been a couple of people who are like, eh, I don't want you to post it. I'm like, okay, I had fun. We had fun. <laughs> so, um, Really? They didn't want you to? That's yeah, so funny. Yeah. Well, one, one of them was a friend of mine. Um, we talked a lot about her relationship with her boyfriend, and then they broke up after the 
after the interview, she's like, yeah, we probably shouldn't post that. Aw. Yeah, it's sad, but... Well, it's a glimpse of time, you know, sometimes... Like, um, sometimes you're in a certain place in that moment or that season and it all feels a certain way and it doesn't make that any less valid just because it didn't work out, you know? Yeah. Like if I said today, oh, I'm going to be a therapist and then in two months from now I'm taking classes and I hate them and I'm like, I'm not going to be a therapist. Like it doesn't make anything that I said about what I wanted to do at that time not real, you know? Yeah. So, so. But yeah, I can see how that would still be a little <laughs> off-putting with the boyfriend thing. <laughs> um, I, it, your last name, is it pronounced Lauer? That's how I always have it in my head. Lauer? Mm-hmm. Yep. Lauer power. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm with mm-hmm. Shayna Lauer. <laughs> <laughs> Even though our conversation started already. Yeah. That's okay. We jump, um, we jump right in. That's fine. Yeah. So, why don't you tell our listener a little bit about who you are? So who I am, man, that is funny that you say that. Cause I am, I'm figuring that out right now in real time. I feel like I'm doing the most self discovery that I've ever done. And I've been a savage for self-improvement and, um, self-work for years and years, but I can tell you this is probably the, most in tune I've been with myself. Um, A little bit of background. Um, I was raised um, by my, technically my stepmom, but she's like my best friend and my dad. um, So blended family. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I went to high school with my husband. He went and joined the military, had two kids, two daughters um, that are now mine. Um, And We've been um, together for about a decade now, which is crazy to think. Um, He's my biggest cheerleader and the person that makes me giggle uncontrollably. Um, So I'm super thankful for him because I tend to be the person to take myself way too seriously. Um, (laughs) So I always think it's good to have somebody that can um, make you laugh and cheer you on to be your best self. Um, And I've been in the dental field for 18 years um I've done yeah I've done yeah (laughs) a lot of freaking teeth right yeah um (laughs) so I've done um back office stuff which is more like the clinical side of things and then I've done a lot of front office stuff um all the way up to running multiple offices um and we, I was working for a nonprofit and, um, I actually got fired. I had never been reprimanded, never been written up for anything. Um, so I was very confused in May, very confused. Um, and it's so weird because I didn't like, I felt, um, upset by it obviously, but I didn't, feel like it was a sad thing that happened to me it was almost like a weight was lifted because I was so miserable um incredibly political environment which I learned is not my jam I I like to be in a space where I can be me and not have to pretend or save face constantly um or be fearful so um I learned a lot in the two years that I was with um with the company 
But uh, funny thing is, a week later, we got news that we were moving cross country. Uh-huh. So <laughs> it was like, bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> A whole lot of bye, Felicia. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we um, picked up and moved cross country. And one of the things that I've always wanted was to stay home. And Scott always told me, if you don't have student loans to pay, then we can, you can stay home. And so when we moved, when we sold our house, um, I had paid off half of my student loans. Um, and when we sold our house, we were actually able to pay off all of our debt. So nice. my student loans, my car, um, our credit card, mm-hmm. and put money in the bank. And so I was so grateful, like just incredible grateful. And we moved here and I was super busy. Um, I'm going to rewind just a skosh. Right before we moved, um, Scott and I made a couple of commitments to each other about what it was going to look like while we were apart for the few months that I was moving to Florida before him. Uh-huh. So we were in Colorado. He was staying in Colorado for another month and then going to schooling for another month. So we were going to be apart for a couple months. Um, and the couple of commitments were that we both work out continuously to make sure that we're keeping our, our mind right. Mm -hmm. Um, seek out um, counseling so that again keeping our mind right Um, you know staying connected with each other obviously which we do naturally with technology that's obviously very easy Um, (laughs) we're all a leash to our phone Um, (laughs) and then um, that you know I'd be honest about whether or not I'm struggling with being home I've in the past every time we've moved when I haven't had a job I tend to struggle with like not having a schedule um, Mm -hmm. and not um, being motivated by something that's pushing me to get out of bed every day and and do the things Um, and so I did really great when we got here Um, I was working out every day I signed up to be um, a health and fitness coach Um, so I've been doing that online which has been um, such a gift because it's connected me, like reconnected with me with so many people. Uh Um, and like we've done, or I've done so much for myself to just try and like understand me more, um, continuing personal development, you know, or self-improvement, whatever, um, working out every day. So moving my body 30 minutes a day, at least to just keep an active lifestyle and, and make sure that I'm treating my body well. Um, and then, you know, eating better, things like that. And I can tell you in figuring out who I am, that's been quite the struggle because when you identify for 18 years with the money that you bring in and the title that you have and how many people you oversee, and then you start to stay home and you only oversee the cat and the dog five hours a day. (laughs) Yeah. And then you're prepping to, you know, oversee the other three human beings that you're um, living with and raising and helping and encouraging. Um, It's quite a, quite a shift. So um, I'm still figuring that part out, but I think what I can tell you is that um, I'm learning that if it's not a yes, it's a hell no. (laughs) And I can tell you that one of the things that has absolutely been able to change my mind when I do have days that I struggle, because we all have those, whether you work or you stay home or, you know, whether you're, 
you travel all over and live a life of luxury. Um, I think you still have days where you struggle mentally. Um, And I can tell you that the notion of if you move your body, you change your mind has been something Mm -hmm. that has changed my life. Um, And you know, having a dance party with my kids is something we do like (laughs) on the reg. Like it is not abnormal (laughs) in my house (laughs) for us to be like, Alexa, play this. And she just listened to me. Um, (laughs) And for us to like just bust out in a dance party because it just changes the whole groove. Um, The girls get a little more embarrassed when I do that at the mall. So I've been trying Uh to rein that in, but I can't make any promises. That's the best place to do it, though, when right? people are looking. So <laughs> I can't wait till my son is old enough to have dance parties with me. <laughs> it's Actually, the best. He, he does the whole, like, you know, bob up and down. And yes. Kind of, oh, uh, that's so what's cute. Called, you know, baby twerking. <laughs> yes. Yes. He does it, that. Boy. And then it's usually Alexa play baby shark. <laughs> but, you know, I love I mean. it. <laughs> no, I still love to watch the videos of Lux doing the same thing when Macklemore first came out. Um, yep, my kid listen. My kids have listened to bad words for their whole life. That's just a thing that we do in our house. Um, we teach them not to say them, but other people do, and yeah. you have to learn that that is life. Other people will do things that you may not do. Yep. Um, but we. Uh, I was just watching a video the other day of Lexi and she was so teeny tiny and she was doing that thing where she just like kind of, they squat up and down. They're like a little jack in the box, <laughs> constantly going up and down. Yeah. And she's just like, I got $20 in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Those videos never get old ever. So take all the videos of him yes, doing yes. just that because it's the best. That's funny. So yeah. it's been a, a crazy ride. Um, I can definitely say that um, I consistently keep putting out into the universe that I want to help others. And I'm still not 100% sure of what that looks like. Um, I think other people, or a lot of people, not other people, but a lot of people know how to make goals for themselves. Um, I've known how to make goals of how much money I want to collect and how much um, I want to develop my people and how big I want to grow an office for Mm. a long time. But making goals for me and for my family is very, very new to me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm trying to just consistently try and make a little bit of progress and consistently remind myself to give myself a little grace because it's not going to come overnight. Um, and then to consistently just keep trying to be better, um, than I was the day before, you know, and I think as moms, as women, as sisters, daughters, wives, whatever we are in a, you know, five minute span or 10 minute span or a day, Mm -hmm. we, all we can do is improve from those little bits. Um, so I'm just consistently trying to put in a little work and figure out what, what comes next. Yeah. Yeah. One of my coaches says, don't poo poo progress because, <laughs> yes. because even if you're not where you want to be yet, you still have all this progress to back you up for, you know, at least putting in the effort mm-hmm. for the goals that you have. So don't poo poo progress. Yeah. No, no <laughs> poo poo on progress. Yeah. 
um, joking with my sister because we both started like journaling around the same time. And um, I'd kind of like fallen off the wagon, right? And so I went to go back into my journal and it was one that was um, kind of preset. And so like you go in and you just write the date or whatever. But like the fact that I had to skip all those days, I wanted to like go back in and and fill them in. Right. Uh And I'm like staring at my journal. Just it's like when you have a to-do list that's forever long and you're like, shit, I don't even know where to start. And so I'm looking at this journal and I'm like, Oh, I got to fill in everything for like the last, you know, few days I need to like go back. And then so my sister starts laughing, you know, because I'm telling her about this. And then I'm like, who, who the hell am I turning this into? Am I turning this in for a grade? Am I not going to get 100% if I don't <laughs> fill in the last few days? Like, that's ridiculous. And so while I believe in that consistency, I also believe in giving myself a little grace to go, mm, okay. You oops. But you're picking back up because you know it was fruitful for you and you're doing it again you know but it's not going to be perfect and that's okay and um I mean my counselor and my best friend I think consistently remind me like can you please be nice to Shana can you please (laughs) like give her a little grace so it's definitely something I struggle with but um I think we're all hardest on ourselves you know we all treated ourselves the way we treat our best friend yeah could you imagine yeah (laughs) one thing I I do want to bring up because I think it's really awesome and and just listening to your language and listening to my language, we have a mentor in common. (laughs) Ray Ray, I'm going to give a shout out to Rachel Hollis. Yes. She is part of my morning routine with the morning show that no one knows and no one's talking about. Yes. I don't know if you watch it, but no one knows. (laughs) I know it. But yeah. Um, and I, I, w- I wanted to bring that up because you were talking about your journal. <laughs> I was laughing because I bought the the last 90-day Start Today journal. Uh-huh. And I've been doing the work all year, but in a different, just a, a planner that I have. And I write it like in all the, the blank crevices that are left over after. Yeah. <laughs> and so I bought her journal and I started writing it on the lines every day. And then also in my planner. So I'd do it twice. <laughs> and there are days when I just I can't do it like I'm super huge on morning routine but there's mm-hmm. days when I I just can't do it because for example Fridays I work with my husband and so his parents come and spend the night and they're basically crashing in the spot where I do my journal work oh god so and that's it's usually super in super early in the morning but anyway, there were there was like a four or five day period when I didn't do the work and I started every day. I was like, okay, well, if I, if I do two days every day instead of one day, then I'll make up for all the times before that I missed. And then there was one point I was like, what am I doing? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's gone already. Just move forward. And then I actually ended up, not that I, I still do the practice, but I ended up just putting the journal in the drawer the journal that I bought because I was so used to already doing it my own way that I actually like my way better than the journal. So, yeah. Yeah. No, what's funny? I got the start today journal. Uh huh. And Ooh, I haven't I have done it yet. Really? I haven't even touched it because I'm like, 
I don't, I don't know if I'm ready. Like it's not going to be perfect. And I don't know how to make goals for myself right now. And I'm struggling. And so I'm like, I'll just wait until the timing is perfect and I'm perfect and all the things are perfect. And then I'll do the perfect journaling in my perfect little bot journal. And I'm like, this is just ridiculous. (laughs) Well, do you mind if I give you some advice for that? Not at all. Do it. That sounded so horrible because I'm sick. I just sounded no. Like I think a it mess. made it better. Just do it. <laughs> it made it better because it had the oomph of like screamo a little bit. I know yeah. I liked it. It's good. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm gonna insert applause right there. I do. I like that idea. Do it. <laughs> or excuse me. Do it. Do it. <laughs> you like how I lean yeah. forward even though I don't have a microphone. <laughs> <sighs> I yeah, discovered so Rachel last October and I started doing the the start today morning work in January and I've been pretty much consistent with it all year long and I swear to Buddha <laughs> it'll change the way you think about your day so do oh, it I know I need to like carve out some time and uh-huh. just go through the meditation of vision envisioning myself and I think there's just this piece of me that's so scared of that. I don't know this constant. I don't know that I'm like labeling myself. I don't know. You know how there's like people that label themselves like, Oh, um, we're, we're not a workout family. Like we're not a, we don't, we don't do that. Or like, uh, we don't, you know, like we all have these kind of like labels and I'm like, I'm not a, I'm not a goal maker. Like I'm not a goal crusher. I was when I worked, but now I'm not. And so it's like, okay, so I'm kind of trying to just like give myself a little bit of time to get through the holidays, honestly, Yeah. because I'm like already pushing myself, but I, I've been trying to, in my regular journal, not the one that would need to be perfect. Uh (laughs) I've been still (laughs) writing my gratitude and then like a few goals for the day of like things that I want to get done. And, um, I haven't been totally consistent. My goal was to be consistent in December to like pick it back up because I've been, uh-huh. um, I'm a firm believer in the gratitude journaling. Like I oh, think yeah. it will change the way oh, your yeah. brain functions. Right. You feel me? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Every morning, at least five things in my, I put it in my planner on the, the, the month calendar section cause I don't mm-hmm. ever use it. So all uh-huh. of my months are filled up with five things every single day. And so oh, I can go so back cute. and look at it and be like, whoa, sometimes they're the oh. same thing. Like I write coffee a lot. <laughs> God, I love coffee. I love coffee so much. But yeah. What's your favorite kind? My favorite kind is just uh-huh. fresh ground beans, um, vanilla nut from Costco. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And I like, I love hazelnut, but like if it's just a cup of coffee that even if it's not flavored, freshly ground beans and freshly brewed mm-hmm. with half and half and I'm good to go. <laughs> Yummy. I'm like, it's so good. <laughs> I just love it so much. <laughs> right? There's just certain things we don't give up in this life and that we truly appreciate. And I mean, you got to admit, yeah. a cup of coffee, it can bring you all the right pizzazz. And it's like, it starts out with this warm, creamy goodness. Yes. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> but yeah. I. I think I put in my gratitude journal at least twice a week that I'm thankful that my husband made me laugh about something (laughs) like, because I swear to you, I just, I take myself seriously way too much. (laughs) 
it's a it's a sickness really yeah I'm trying to trying to let go a little bit more which has been fun because I like pierced my nose twice got a new tattoo I'm like getting a little wild but it feels good to kind of let go yeah like I've been this yeah I've been this corporate version of myself for so long and while there have been lots of moments where I've actively decided to be happy in that role there were a lot of times where the stress of living out someone else's dreams and goals or the stress of um, pushing so hard through a system that I was not comfortable in just made me so miserable that it didn't matter how much I decided I was just struggling through it and the hard part is, I think the one thing I can honestly say um, is that motherhood has been the, the greatest gift to me. Um, I love being a mom so much and to have missed so many things because I was pushing so hard for these other things that I didn't really want that bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm kind of trying to just take a minute and be okay with just being a mom right now. Yeah. And I know that that, you know, I'm sure I would get notes, right? If I were Ray Ray, I'd get notes <laughs> that like just <laughs> being a mom. You. Yeah. How dare you say that? But I didn't really realize until I've taken this time that like, I really do love that idea of really focusing and putting my energy into feeding my family well and being emotionally and um, spiritually and energetically available to them when they come home from their days because I wasn't before. My kids, I would come home from work and my kids would be like, hey mom, how was your day? We always, they always ask that always. And, um, you know, and I'd just be like, oh, I don't even want to talk about it. And they would kind of clam up. And I didn't realize that that was happening, right? Because I was so in my own space. Yeah. And now, like, they come home and they're like, hey, mom, how was home? And, you know, I'm like, oh, it was good. I went to yoga or, you know, I got my workout in and went to the grocery store. And they're like, okay. And then they just, like, word vomit their whole day. And some of it, I'm like, where is the point in this story? <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> but the other parts of it, I'm like, you know, I'm so glad like Kaylee's telling me that she likes this boy and she's thinking about asking him out and that Lexi's telling me that she doesn't like this boy and he's gonna ask her out and that she's, you know, and I'm not sure about this friend because she keeps, you know, talking during class and they're like, they're sharing all these things that to so many would seem so minuscule, but like here I am available to them and that feels so good. And I'm so, so thankful, so thankful to have it because there's a lot of people don't, that don't ever get that opportunity yeah. entirely to just completely devote to that, you know? So I just, I feel really, really lucky. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's a, it's a weird, but amazing season to be in, um, you know, when, when you don't have a ton of pressing things to press you to get through your day or fit in the things that matter, like working out, like journaling, you know, then um, I think I get a little lackadaisical and that's when I start mindlessly scrolling, right? I call that my Uh decompression time, but really it's the compare yourself and break yourself down time. (laughs) So 
trying to minimize that because I truly um comparison is the death of joy it and it's the death of momentum you know and um so I'm I'm super grateful to um to Rachel Hollis for bringing those things to light and saying them with oomph and um have you seen her the uh like documentary movie Uh uh-huh made for more yeah documentary Um, yeah when I saw that, um, gosh, I think it was like April or May when she uh-huh. did the first, um, the first showing of it. And I went with, um, I was at the time running a web page, a Facebook page with, um, four other women in Colorado Springs and it was women empowering women of Colorado Springs. And, um, we would put on little events. We did a retreat in Breckenridge, um, where we brought women and like, you know, spent time together and just trying to create that community. Uh And, um, we got a group of us together and decided to go see the movie. And I mean, I bought the book on Amazon on the way home, (laughs) girls, uh, girl, wash your face. And I had that book read in like two weeks. Um, I like, I was doing all the, and I started working out then, um, because I knew, okay, it makes you feel better but if you're not doing it consistently. So I worked out like three to four times a week for um, up until the last 90 days. And then on the last 90 days, I was trying to get five days a week in. Um, And now I'm finally up to seven. And, um, you know, and it's taken time. It's like two years. Yeah. But I made it a priority and I learned not quickly, I guess, but um, <laughs> I learned how that, how much that time changes my mind, that, that 30 minutes for myself, how much it literally just changes like the whole physical and, or chemical balances in my yeah. head and makes me feel so much better. Like even when I would go to spin class before going to work, um, it just totally changed my whole day, like set me up for success. I'd walk in feeling like, good morning to everybody, you know? And I'm like, who is this person? Like, and I wasn't even taking pre-workout, like, and I was ready, yeah. rip roaring, ready to go. Um, And so, you know, that, that kind of stuff is contagious though, being able to have good energy, being able to, um, change your own energy and feeling that, um, little bit of control because there's so much that we don't have control over, but feeling like you can have some say in yourself. Um, for me as a recovering control freak, like that helped a lot. So, um, I just think it's so important to, to the functionality. Um, and now I'm just trying to learn how I can use that and harness that to level up on who I am and what I want to do. Cause I love, like I said, I love being a mom. I love being a wife. Um, and I'm really enjoying that. And I think there's gotta be some other things. So I just joined a key spouse program for the military. Um, it's a volunteer program, um, where you connect, spouses with resources especially Uh like if their um their significant other is deployed or something like that then you can be a a real resource to lean on and I think I'm a firm believer in community I think when we're in community with each other it just changes the game 
And I think that, you know, having that, um, those people to lean on has been something that's helped me so many different times. And if I can now have the time and availability to provide that for somebody else, like what a gift. So, um, I'm super excited because I go to training next month and then I'll get to, you know, keep networking with so many of the other military mamas that face, you know, or not mamas, just military people that face the same struggles that I have in moving so frequently and relocating kids and animals and furniture, losing shit left and right, (laughs) you know? Um, so super excited for that because, uh, I want to understand the needs of our community a little bit more. I don't think I've had the, made the time to input into that as a military wife. Um, And now I have it. And so I'm like, cool, I want to learn what it is that we need more of and find ways to facilitate it. Yeah. I think you're right though. Community is so important. Um, Especially Mm -hmm. like subcategories of communities like military wives, because other Mm -hmm. people like even me I don't I don't understand military wife culture so to speak because I'm not a military wife mm-hmm. so I think it it is important you know getting people together with like minds and figuring out how you can help each other that's really awesome well and like even when we have small things happen right like your kid gets um chicken pox or you uh-huh. know like or gets the flu that's going around And it's like, okay, well, I can Google the symptoms and I can look that up. But if you have a neighbor whose kid had the flu last week and she's like, oh, I tried this, it didn't work, but I tried this and it helped with the symptoms. Like having that little bit of community, one, you don't feel alone. It's kind of like a sense of relief. Uh And two, like you can, you can get advice and support and directions that you wouldn't have gotten without it. Um, I mean, just having a little bit of community with my neighbor because she's a military wife um she was like you know there's a bunch of us in this neighborhood and like none of us know each other so she just like started a little walking group and now we have this little community of women and we're sharing like when different events are around town and you know when we're gonna go walking together and then we walk and just have girl talk for like an hour and a half you know so moving our bodies, um, you know, releasing some stress, laughing about our kids, laughing about our husbands, like, and so it's so cool because just that little bit of community, you know, expanded so much. So I, um, those are like the two things that I've always really, really firmly believed in is moving your body so that you can propel yourself forward. And, um, and having community. And that's something that we talked about so much with um, our group of women in Colorado Springs. And I'm just hoping to try and facilitate more connection for that here in Florida. Um, Maybe start something that, you know, before I leave, it's up and going and then other people will continue it when I'm gone, you know? Yeah. Um, I think it's important too, because you get that interaction with people and you're not stuck in your head all day long. And yes. I'm sure you you know as well as I do that your head is a dangerous neighborhood. Yeah. And you should not go in there alone. <laughs> and I didn't make that line up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good line, though. I haven't heard yeah, that before. And good. on the real, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's the kind of neighborhood that I would not even drive down with locked doors. 
exactly. on a night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think, you know, I'm, I'm really proud of myself for sticking to my guns, even on the hard days. Um, and there have been quite a few and I, and I know that, you know, they haven't stopped. Um, uh-huh. but knowing that when I remind myself that even when I struggle, that I always come out the other side and that it's temporary, um, and that by, you know, sweating it out or getting the anger out or getting the sad out by working out through it. Uh-huh. Um, even if I just go for a walk with the dog, you know, um, sometimes I can just see the change in myself and feel it and knowing that I have that kind of control knowing that I have that kind of perseverance um it can inspire my my frustrated self um to level back up you know yeah um and I think that sometimes I've realized that there are a lot of times where I'm not necessarily setting myself up to succeed in something um Mm -hmm. And I think I'm still learning to sort through whether that means I don't want it bad enough or whether I'm not ready for it or, you know, like you got to kind of yeah. gauge where you're at. Um, but, you know, like um, I said that I wanted to teach yoga and then I got here and I haven't done anything to go in that direction and start going to school and all that. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, well, do I really want it, you know? And is that something I really want to do? And um, so sorting through that process of like, well, what's my verbiage been around it? You know, Um, am I intentional? Am I saying like, oh, I'm going to be a yoga teacher? Or is it like, well, I think I'm going to do yoga training, you know? (laughs) Because in a a sense, you're setting yourself up each time you, you broach that kind of sentence. Um, so learning my intentionality as I sort through who I want to be and who I am. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's been an interesting, an interesting adventure. I think it's hard to get to know yourself. Oh yeah. It's really and it's so funny it's, because I think <laughs> at 18, you're like, okay, this is me. And then something happens in your early twenties and you're like, oh wait, wait, who am I now? What's going on? <laughs> and then you're like, you know, 25, 26. Okay. This is me. This is, this is good. And then you hit your thirties and you're like, uh, wait, what? <laughs> so, so yeah, no, I, I think, feel that a hundred percent. Yeah. Maybe life is just a constant, you know, getting to know yourself. Oh yeah. I definitely think while it's making yourself. work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually a really good point. Cause maybe it's not just that you are like, Oh, yep, this is the thing for me. But maybe it's, you know, well, I really want that to be the thing for me. And then you're willing to put in the work for that to be the thing for you. You know what I mean? Kind of like people that want to run a marathon, you know, like, maybe you're not a runner, period. I've seen a lot of stories about that lately. Um, Uh There's one woman, I don't remember where she is. But I think there was an article in a magazine about her. And then she was like, her article went um, on Facebook, too, I think it was. And, um, she was like a bigger woman and like came from, I think the South somewhere and, Uh um, like activity wasn't really a big thing, but she started running to like get through some stuff. And now she's like running marathons and they say like, she's not your average looking marathon runner. Uh And she's like, I'm here to 
beat that stigma, you know? And it's like, maybe you just never knew that that was going to be your thing, you know, but you built up to it. Um, and it's just sort of turned into your thing or that girl. Um, I can't think of her name. I think it starts with a G. Um, and she's kind of like an activist about, um, global warming. Hmm. She's from, I don't, I can't remember the place now. I watched like three videos. She was just on Ellen too, um, about it. But my older daughter has been watching a lot of her videos and she's like, we need to go vegan because it's going to help with global warming. I'm like, I need you to calm down a little bit. And I turned on Taylor Swift because I was like, (laughs) this is a lot. (laughs) Uh, I need you to calm down a little bit. (laughs) Just, just. Uh, just a hair. <laughs> How about we buy all glass Tupperware? <laughs> there you go. And we reuse water bottles and uh-huh. less airplane flights or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's so there's like these things that you don't really, you just build on it because you actually feel motivated towards it, you know? And I think yeah. right now I'm, I'm trying to be okay with only feeling motivated towards my family <laughs> um, yeah. or mostly feeling motivated towards my family um, because I feel like it feels so good to have that time and space for them Yeah. after a long time of not having it. One, one point that you made, I don't remember how you worded it, but like sometimes we'll go for one goal and something else completely will come out of it. Like, for example, I was studying to be a psychologist mm-hmm. and then I went through a nasty divorce and instead of doing drugs and drinking, I, that's when I started being addicted to exercise, which mm-hmm. sometimes can be unhealthy if you're, if you're overdoing it, you know, um, yeah. but that's when I decided that fitness was going to be my career instead of psychology because you're still working with psychology just in a uh-huh. different way. So yeah. I never expected that. <laughs> right. Know? Didn't see that turn coming out. Yeah. I kind of felt the same way because I thought like, oh, I'm going to do this women's group, you know, like we're, we're going to throw this retreat and we're going to gain so many more people. And I mean, we had like 600 people on that Facebook page. Um, the last time I looked, I don't even know how many there are on there now. Um, and you know, I was posting stuff every day, just like inspirational stuff. And, um, you know, And I'm like, oh, like when we go on the retreat, we'll do something active. And we did, we went on like a big hike. There's a, in Breckenridge, there's like a troll that they build and, um, it's really cool. It's huge. And so we like hiked up there and we saw it, we took a bunch of pictures and we like hiked back. And so, you know, I'm like, oh, I loved that. Like that was my favorite part of the whole thing. Um, and we did a couple of other activities with everybody, but that was, well, that and the the dancing after a few boozy drinks was definitely oh, yeah. a good time. <laughs> we were teaching each other how to twerk and that just never gets there old. So, <laughs> but we, um, you know, I, I kept saying like, I, I believe so firmly in something that incorporates like moving your body. And so I was like, Oh, maybe I'll be like a, a life coach, but like, we'll do some sort of exercise when I, see someone for a session like we'll do something that makes you move your body for like 10 minutes before or something you know and I just kept like envisioning these different ways and then like I joined this fit camp before I moved because I was like I've got to be accountable to something because I've Uh I've got to move my body if I'm going to be functional when we move to Florida 
And so, I mean, literally every hotel, as we moved across country, I was finding the gym in the hotel and I was working out for my 30 minutes and holding myself accountable and then posting it. Um, and then we got to our new house and I had like nothing and I was working out with like water bottles and I was like, whatever, I'm working out. <laughs> Do <laughs> and, it. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, you know, what's happening. Um, and, you know, in this community, like just like I would see them posting their workouts and it's like, oh, well, she got it in, you know, and there's one like lifting her infant as <laughs> she, <laughs> awesome. and there's one like doing pushups, kissing her baby on the floor and he's just like doing tummy time underneath her. Or yeah. I get to be back time, but you know, same day. <laughs> um, but like, it's so crazy because you see these other women finding ways to do it too. And it like motivates you to do it. And then one of the ladies was like, or the one that um, I signed up with, she was like, do you want to be a coach too? And I, I was like, eh, I don't know, like, you know, not, I don't know if that's my thing. And then we, um, she led one of our team calls and I, I got on the team call. And when I felt her and saw her lead our team and fire us up, and I was like, yes, that's like, pouring into people, leading them in a direction that they want to go, helping them get to their goals, but also like helping them move their body every day. Like the, yeah. the first three things that we do as coaches every single day are move our body, um, you know, eat and drink healthy. So we're aware of like what we're putting into our body and do personal development. Like yeah. those are literally the three boxes <clears throat> that you check before you do anything else or worry yeah. about anybody else. And so, and then it's like, you know, inspire others and include, you know, shout them out, make sure that they're doing their things. And so it's like, it just started checking a lot of the boxes for me. And so that's when I started realizing like, okay, I think this is a direction I can a hundred percent get behind and be on board with because it excites yeah. me and it includes all the pieces I keep talking about. And I'm not one of those people who stops learning. So I feel like I still want to do life coaching and I still want to do yoga and I'm just not uh -huh. sure exactly how to put it all together. And my coach keeps reminding me like, you can do all of those things. Like yeah. you can do all of them all together and you don't have to drop one or only do one. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, okay. Okay, then maybe I can. <laughs> That's so interesting. That's the exact project I'm working on right now. Like I'm, I'm a life coach and a personal trainer and a spin instructor and a Zumba instructor. And I'm trying to put, I don't want to call it a program because it just sounds like so salesy, but I, I want to put, put it together in a way where I can do personal training, but first work on the mind because that's the most important thing mm -hmm. for me anyway, because I, I spent so much of my life focusing on weight loss as the ultimate goal for exercise. Cause you know, you've seen me up and down and up and down and up and down my weight. And it doesn't matter. <laughs> like move exercise and movement is for your mind. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. I guess technically, scientifically speaking, it is for your body too, but it's really for the mind. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and when they say move for 30 minutes a day, even if it's going for a walk, it's not like go to the gym and hardcore workout and do CrossFit and spin classes for 30 minutes, you know, it's yeah. just move. Like yep. do arm circles. It's no big deal. Right. So, you can move there it is and yeah. shake it like a Polaroid picture if you need to. Exactly. Like, no, I totally, I agree. And some days that is it. I went for a leisurely bike ride for 45 minutes 
with my daughter and we just like adventured on the other side of the road to go see what other <laughs> beaches there were. And like, that was it. I moved my body and we walked to the beach and, you know, and sometimes yeah. it, you don't even break a sweat and that's okay. But it, I am a hundred percent with you because I mean, you've even seen my transformation picture, I think. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, okay. My abs are more cut and my arms are more cut, but my body doesn't really <laughs> more lit up. I looked angry in that first picture. <laughs> but 5.30 in the morning on the day I'm selling my house, like I was a little angry, but I was, I was like, why the hell yeah. did I sign up for this right now? And why did it start today? Um, <laughs> but I still got up and did it because yeah. I made a commitment. I was like, shit, I can't quit on the first day. That would really be stupid. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I'm a hundred percent with you because my, my body just doesn't change that much. I get a little more bloated and a little less cut, um, but I feel like a dump truck. I feel <laughs> like I'm sluggish and yeah. I'm, oh, I'm mean and nasty in my head. Oh, the negative self-talk and the downward spiral that happens. Like I am... I mean, it's like uh, on par with being hangry, you know, yeah. like just a real ugly version of yourself. Yeah. And um, so for me, the the head game is, um, I mean, it's like vital importance to yeah. overcome that piece of it and be able to to function healthily um, for my kids and my husband and myself and the cat and the dog need me five hours a day. So, yeah. you know, it's a real thing. <laughs> Um, have you thought about um, like getting a life coach certification or anything mm -hmm. like that? Have you already looked into into people? Because I can, if you want, I can send you the link to to the person I'm going through, Sean Smith. He's actually from Moore Park. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's so, so funny. I've been I've been taking his program and I just love it. It's neurotransformational coaching. So literally neuro head transformation, yeah. changing your head. Yeah. And he talks about, um, well, he, I actually interviewed him on he's episode eight on the podcast, oh, cool. but he talks about this concept of unbecoming personal development is unbecoming because we spend so much of our time trying to be this other person, trying to be somebody else who we're not to make people like us. And the whole thing is they're not liking us. They're liking this other person. So unbecoming is shedding off all those layers of, oh, I have to be this way for this person to like me. I have to be this way for this person to like me. And it's just saying, this is me. I don't care if you like me or not. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? No, so, that's awesome. I just went on a ramble, but his program is freaking awesome. So I, I can send you a link. Um, yeah, that would be great. Not an ad. <laughs> Hashtag not, not an, an ad. ad. But could you drop episode eight in the show notes if you've figured out where those are? <laughs> um, no, I would love that. Um, I So there's a scholarship that you can use as a military spouse. Um, and I would qualify for that scholarship. So I've been looking for um, either a yoga training program or a life coaching program that would, I'd be able to use the scholarship to pay for it. Um, and trying to decide which one I want more because I want to uh -huh. do that one first. So that's like my self search part. Like I'm like, which one is kind of a hell yes. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, 
and um, and then committing to starting that within the first month of the year is kind of my goal um, because I I want I do want something that I'm working on developing and I'm learning on growing you know learning and growing as well um, I'm a firm believer in being a consistent student um, yeah of something so oh, yeah. um, that would be awesome just to be able to like look through and maybe chat with him or something. That would be a neat um, opportunity. Yeah. That's so funny that he's from Warpark too. I know. Did that just happen that way? Because yeah, like- it was coincidence. Well, he actually he started in the Mary Kay world. Um, oh, he, how funny! He put on a what was it? He did an event for sports people. Mm-hmm. And there just happened to be a bunch of Mary Kay ladies in the audience and they started going, oh, can you come do this? Can you come do this? So it wasn't like the direction he planned on going in, but he became kind of like the life coach for Mary Kay for a while. And then he oh, kind wow. of branched off and he's become a coach for coaches. Like he, he does life coaching, but he also does coaching for coaches and he has like certification programs and stuff like that. So, and he's really cool. That's Shout awesome. out. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. If you want to sponsor Katie, that might not be a bad idea. <laughs> not an ad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. I'll, so, send, I'll find a link to send you or even like I'll invite you to one of the the uh, Facebook groups that he has. No, it's yeah. it's important. I think it's good. We have to put some of the research in and kind of decide like, you know, is it a yes? Is it a no? Yeah. If it's a no, it's a hell no. Exactly. Like, <laughs> or if it's not a yes, it's a hell no. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to really like implement that motto and and feel out as I say yes to things whether it should have been a no. <laughs> <laughs> like, as I can tell you, volunteering in the classroom for 14 year olds, that's a no. It's a no for me. I was so excited to be home and be able to volunteer for that stuff. And oh, holy. Moses. No, thank you. Nope. They're just, they're not cute anymore. (laughs) They're They're awkward and they're, yeah, they're defiant little mm, words. It's yeah. So nope. (laughs) Nope. It's so funny how we are in high school. Like we think, I know what is 14 high school. That's like freshman, right? Uh, She's an eighth grader. So it's a bunch of really squealy eighth graders. Yeah. And we think everybody's paying attention to what we're doing. You know, mm-hmm. the, whole, the world revolves around you, even if it's not selfishly, because <laughs> you're right. so worried about what other people think about you. Or at least mm-hmm. that's how it was for me. Oh, my gosh. There. And <laughs> like you ask them to do something simple, like, hey, don't stack your backpacks there. It's a fire hazard. Go ahead and put your backpacks <laughs> over there. And they just set it down and act like they didn't hear you. And then I'm like, excuse me, can you get your backpack and put it on the other side? And she like looks out the side of her corner of her eye and keeps walking. Like, is she going to stop me? Nah, she didn't stop me. I'm like, ooh, your mama didn't stop you enough times. You should have listened. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. I'm going to go grab your backpack, unzip it and dump it all over your bed now. <laughs> <laughs> right? So I moved your backpack and I was like, well, have fun finding that at 2.30. <laughs> and there's 98 other kids in here looking for their backpacks at the same time mm-hmm. as you. Oh. Yeah. So I don't know. Most of them were really good though, but they are pretty awkward. 
Although it was kind of cool being there with Kaylee. So I guess I can't say it's a complete no. I'm still undecided, but yeah. a good majority of it was like, whoo. <laughs> but it was one of the commitments I made for getting out of the house to meet some other people because I was like, I've been here six months and I don't have a friend, period. <laughs> so I need to like get on the bandwagon. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Well, but- is there anything that we didn't talk about that you want to get out of your system or maybe like stand up and do some jumping jacks or <laughs> <laughs> right do you want to hear me breathe heavy you can tune to my instagram if you want that <laughs> um, uh no i think like i really wanted to just talk about like whatever it is that you want to make a change in making sure that you're consistent with it yeah. you know um finding some consistency with whatever it is that you're working on, I think is what makes a huge impact. Uh Um, It doesn't necessarily have to be something big. It could just be that you spend 15 minutes a day reading personal development or 15 minutes a day reading. Um, You know, it could be that, you know, instead of sitting in front of the TV, um, it could be that you journal five things of gratitude every day. Like it doesn't have to be a ton. It It could be that you stop drinking soda and you drink water um, I think anything that you just stay consistent in, you'll see such a big change. Um, and when you make that commitment to yourself, having the integrity with you, with your own self to keep that commitment, mm-hmm. um, because I think it speaks a lot to how you value you. Um, because if you made that commitment to your mama, would you be keeping it? You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so treating ourselves well is, is really important and keeping consistent with how we treat ourselves is, um, I think it's been a game changer for me. And, and I hope for any of your listeners that if that's the one thing that they took away is that they chose one little thing and, and made it consistent, um, rather than just, you know, being on the roller coaster with it. Uh-huh. Um, and, and valuing themselves enough to know that like they deserve to pick themselves back up if you fall off and keep going. Yeah. Um, that's important. Yeah. And I so, might just be speaking to myself and saying that, <laughs> but maybe I needed to hear it today. <laughs> you know, sometimes we do need to hear it from our own selves, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that you might've just answered my question, but I always, at the end, I always ask if you had one piece of advice to give to the world, what would it be? Would that be your... Yeah, I think it, I think it would, it would be just to find that thing that brings you a little bit of joy, find that thing that you really feel like you're needing right now, find that thing that you keep coming back to and make some small promise around that thing to yourself and stick to it, be consistent with it. And like I said, give yourself grace if you fuck it up. (laughs) It's okay. Um, but then get back on the wagon and, you know, keep moving forward, get back to it and keep moving forward so that you feel the power that comes from keeping that promise to yourself and, and doing that little thing for yourself. Because um, whether you do or don't have kids or do or don't have a spouse or, you know, whether you live with your cat, um, it doesn't matter. I think if you have that one thing that you really do enjoy and you just make the commitment to it um or to something towards it that you'll feel great about it and it will it will compound like you and i have both talked about 
You know, yeah. it doesn't always head in the direction you thought it was going to, but it compounds and it takes turns and and that's a, a beautiful thing. But when you're consistent with it, then that's when you start to really see the difference that it can make. Ladies and gentlemen, Shana Lauer <laughs> signing off until next time. <laughs>